toilet floor recovery. <laughs> the first one up on your page, sorry. for recovery that was for yeah thank goodness to the second night because first night i drove out of bounds okay well i don't want to show that because you're like a grand national diesel super stock champion we can't be having <laughs> short videos like that and it wasn't the year you blew the charger up too <laughs> no no we got we made it through that system here's 2014 the bone twister let's see what we got here what year did you paint it Tim? um you know funny it, I've had it for eight years, so 12, probably 14, probably this winter, the winter of this. Is that Hussey? No, that's Brian Miller there, and that was guessing that's where he had bought my old tractor. Yep. The, the Mr. Bone. Yep. Well, that's an ECI pull. Out into the night. <laughs> Let's see here. What else we got? Can you make it big screen? Oh, here. Better? Mm -hmm. Chapel Hill, 2018. Oh, oh, yeah, play that one. Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> I think this is Allison's video skills. Yes, you did. What's your first thought, Allison, when you saw that? Uh, I didn't know what the hell was going on. Probably the last about, probably the last about three seconds of my life right there. I didn't know what to expect. Oh, that's insane, Travis. <laughs> Diesel tractors aren't supposed to do that, Travis. It's bad when you no. can hear the, It's bad when you can hear all six pistons push themselves out of the holes. <laughs> yep. That was actually, believe it or not, was not a bad fix. That was uh, two pistons, two sleeves, and an oil pan. And we were we would come back and won the next pull. So uh, was sandwich good, Trav? No, one of the sandwiches was good this year, right? And the other one wasn't uh, so good. Neither one is really that good. Hoops in Illinois. That ought to be a Saturday night. That was. Yep, Saturday night. Did she go like 900 feet here? Yes. <laughs> I was not very happy. 
I'm glad the flagman come up and talk to me later because I didn't think he'd ever talk to me again. <laughs> <laughs> I did apologize. Said it wasn't his fault. Right. That dropped yeah, about. Super stocks. They're so neat. They're so neat. Let's see here. Travis, we always play our fun videos every night. Okay. That perfect. I enjoy them. Yeah, I gotta get something here. Uh, yesterday, how did you do? I got second place. I lost before V. And today? I was, I was 700 pounds light because I didn't really know the weight of the tractor and I was the first time I ever pulled her. And today, today, well, let's talk about today. <laughs> I put her in a 16,000 pound class. I put her in turret gear. They were all 280, 290. One was 310, maybe 312. And you were? I put her in at 370 feet right in the sand pond. The only mistake I made, I didn't put her right in the registration booth with the girl. <laughs> Welcome everybody. It's Monday night, November 15th. It's starting to act like it's cold in Wisconsin and um, it is cold in Wisconsin. I don't know what it's like in Marengo, Iowa, Travis, but uh, I'm assuming it's chilly there as well. So Chilly, but it's going to be 60 tomorrow. So we're having our Indian summer. I think it's our last one. 
Yeah, I'm, I'm afraid you're right. So welcome to Let's Grow Pulling. This is brought to you by the Outlaw Truck and Tractor Pulling Association. Charles, hoosh, in the middle there, right above you, Travis. So point straight up, Travis. Okay, that's Charles. Now point at Cody. Can you point at Cody? Oh. Yep, that way you got him too. <laughs> then you got Brent Yaren. And then Ryan Rusick, uh, his name is Pro Stock is still fine. I think that's from the, the pull-off message thread there. There is Ryan. So uh, have a lot of fun. So Travis, you are literally one of our favorite, most favorite guests to have on. We all love diesel supers and you love the class and you're a great ambassador for the class. And you finally got that monkey off your back this year, Trav. So. Yeah, it was it was a long, hard fought battle. I'm not telling you, clear to Sandwich, Illinois at the last poll. Um, man, oh man, I mean, and, and I mean, Kent Payne are very good friends. And I kept telling Kent, you know, all year, why don't you take the lead for a while? I'm tired of having it. He wouldn't take it, but he kept telling me he would not give me the championship either. So I'm not giving it to you. You're going to have to earn it. I know down deep he was going to steal it from me, but that'll be all right. So, yeah, it worked out. We went, we, we had a lot of troubles. I mean, we did and we didn't, you know, and that's what actually made the thing fun. Um, you know, I was kind of, I don't, I'd have to look back. I think Mike Beck was in the lead when we left Toma and um, where do we go next? We go to, we went to Dodge City. And um, ended up Dodge City was uh, slim. Friday Friday night was really slim, um, but Saturday night was a lot better. But you know, I think the promoter was very happy for the first time of having a tractor pull. I'm out in there getting it promoted, whatever. And I'm pretty confident. Don't let me speak for him. I think he's going to sign up again. Um, so Craig was a, he was a really good, he, he listened, came around, I mean, and asked us all, a lot of us, what do I need to do better? You know, and he took all of our suggestions to heart. Um, so we'll see what next year brings. Uh, it was a long ways out there. I think we were right next to California, if I'm not mistaken, when I was sitting in the seat of that toter home. I think that's how far across Kansas it was, but uh, it was a great place. It was cool to see the stockyards. Um, and then, I mean, I somebody told me, you know, it was out in uh, cattle processing country. And I, and after I, it's like 60 miles, 70 miles south of interstate on a two lane road. And I mean, you would meet one borac, two reefers, one borac, two reefers, one borac, two reefers for 70 miles. Wow. So they must process, I think they kill 10,000 head of cattle a day is what they said out there in that area. Wow. So, yeah, that was impressive. That would be. The facility looked nice from what I saw, and they did a nice job with the tractors and everything ahead of time. Promoting. Yeah, I mean, and they did what the best they could. We were on a racetrack, and, I mean, he augured that baby out. He took took him a day or two with a, uh, oh, what I want to say, a road grader, and he got us a flash spot. And it was, you know, rough. I remember I was giving, uh, you know, the NTPA guys a hard time about it because it, Friday night, you know, wind and distance was 286 foot, you know, and it just sled, track, everything was not diesel super. I didn't make it off the line, ended up having a loose flywheel. So I didn't make it off the line, but uh, I think campaign won it there Friday night, 286 foot, tore up some turbochargers doing it. I mean, it was just a hard, you know, it's interesting. We get off the, on the pulloff.com, you get the pullers out there or the keyboard pullers, I should say, that 
want to tell us that, you know, we need to take it back to 300 foot or we need to be out at 400 foot or whatever. Some of them I don't think have ever really been there or number one, worked on the tractor, drove a tractor or wrote the checks for the tractor. So some of that comes back into, you know, that 286 foot's hard on stuff. We had a lot of breakage that night. So, um, but they did a better job the second night. You know, I actually went out, well, that poll was just on the NTPA's Facebook page here a while back, but it was a really rough ride. But, um, you know, we redeemed ourselves and got a first place. Kent got a last place, unfortunately. So me and him were, were flip-flopping there a lot this year. And, um, you know, to keep everything going there to, you know, I, I think I come out of there, stayed in the lead there also, you know, there barely was out of the lead one or the other, you know, to keep that going. Yeah. So, yeah. And then after Fort Dodges, then you went to, or no, yeah, that was, that was Kansas, right? Fort Dodge, Kansas. Oh, wow. Um, Mound City. Dodge City. Dodge City. Dodge City. Yep. Good thing Allison rode along. She didn't do any driving, but she knows all the locations. So, yeah, we went to Dodge City. Then we went up to Rockwell, and, you know, we had a good good pull there, and then we got rained out. Um, you know, we got rained out the second night at Toma. So we had some major rainouts there. I don't know if that was good for us, bad for us, or whatever. Beginning of the year, we were running we were running fairly, very good. We were running good. Uh, filter was clean. That's, you know, in, in my world – or any diesel tractor, any pulling vehicle world, uh, if your filter's clean, life is just a lot happier. Um, yeah, there's the second night of Dodge City. I'm going to play um, this tonight. You don't mind, Trev? Go ahead. Go ahead. Craig actually, Craig did tell me that he's going to uh, haul in a bunch of dirt. They actually have a, so that's like a sprint car track. And inside of that, they had like a little go-kart track that they haven't used for multiple years. So they're going to build a double lane or two wide pulling track down on the flat. And okay. so we won't be cut into the bank. That's going to help. Um, you know, I, I, I was impressed. Craig's got big ideas there and then he's got the facility wow i mean he's got the seating and it's it's everything asphalt parking lot for the pullers i mean it, it is a nice facility um you know what I, I give all my east coast boys you know mike back and lock and load and campaign and all them guys are whining because it's so far out here to the west evidently they've never drove from ringo iowa to bowling green ohio or you know, uh, Langford, New York, Benson, North Carolina. You know, it's a long ways for us to go that way, too. So, I'm sure Blaygrave would be interested in talking to It's a long ways for So, yeah, so that was that was good. Um, but, yeah, yeah, we had a good pull out there and come home and then uh, had a few people stop over, um, stay the week there, and then Rockwell, Iowa was next. And, you know, of course, we got rained out there the one night and, and um, so everything was – we were going along there pretty good. Where we go from Rockwell? I think we finally got a week off. And uh, then we went to Chapel Hill, Tennessee. And um, 
you know, that was, I can't even remember all the places and how we finished on all of them. We just kept, we kept going along there. And, you know, I'm telling you, the filter was clean. I was crossing my fingers all year long. My goal was to make it uh, to right before Fort, or make it through Fort Recovery. If we hadn't had no engine problems, we were pulling the oil pan off after Fort and um, checking things out on the bearings. And uh, we pulled it after Fort Re We went out there first night, drove out of bounce. And I'm telling you what, I had my head in the sand after that. I'm like, I remember going off the track and, um, oh, there's a couple track officials there that I said, well, I just give up the championship. It's over. You know, that's my fault. Drove out of bounce. It is what it is. Live and learn. And um, the next morning, them track officials come in my trailer and said, you know, get your head out and your head straight. You still got a one point lead. It's time to go again. And uh, I did run into them, them, that track crew at uh, Sandwich, Illinois, and thanked them for you know, I just needed a little pep up there. We come back to Fort Recovery and won that second night and kind of redeemed ourselves. And um, then we took the pan off. Um, boy, the bearings look good. I remember Healy was laying underneath there, popped the bearing cap off and said, uh, we're putting this bearing cap back on, putting the oil pan on. We're not taking no more off. That thing looks beautiful. And so we were good. You know, we had had some aluminum in the filter. Uh, early on and didn't know where it was coming from blamed everything in the world but what we should have been looking for and come to find out we were wearing the pistons out and didn't see that bearings were good filters were cleaning it we were good and went to napoleon ohio and kicked pulled the rod clear out of the piston or pushed the piston clear through the rod whatever you want to look at it and say it and I thought it stuck the rod through the side of the oil pan. Um, that thing had a bad hammer to it. And um, so we left Napoleon, Ohio on Sunday morning. No. Yeah. Saturday night. Saturday night. Um, left Napoleon, Ohio. Got on to the, uh, got home Sunday night. Healy had already, I had called him from the track and said, start putting the second motor together. And he was had a, had the short block done when we pulled in Sunday night. By Tuesday night, we were back in Bowling Green, Ohio. So that was a pretty quick turnaround there. But we had all the parts. Everything went good, and, and away we went, you know. So Was Napoleon one or two hooks, Trev? One hook. Napoleon's always a Saturday night, the week before uh, Bowling Green. Okay. So, um, yeah. So, you know, we we did all right. We really did. Then we went – we won um, – Bowling Green, we run the ring this year. That was special. You know, I'd never done that before. And, um, you know, and we never, good or bad, we never run away with any pulling. I mean, we'll clear down to the end. I mean, we'll, we'll clear the sandwich. We went to Hoopston, you know, the first night. And then I feel bad for the Hoopston crew, the super stock diesels. You know, we didn't put a good show on them. I think we had four or five out there. And um, I, I felt bad. Ryan Anderson and that crew was trying to promote that pull. That's kind of campaign's hometown poll, which kudos to that. And um, they just that part of the season, and that's what I've tried to explain to a lot of in, in the top dogs NTPA. Randall, I'll throw Greg right under there. Me and Randall have had many conversations that we can't. We're running these things too hard to run four weeks in a row. You've got to give us that week off to try to rebuild. Um, you know, it's if I wouldn't have had enough parts 
to run two motors, uh, we wouldn't have made it through the year. You know, that trip home from Napoleon and back to Bowling Green, we wouldn't have made that. Um, it was fortunate that we had that. So, but, you know, hoops in the Friday night, old campaign was first hook. Um, I think I was third or fourth. I don't remember. And, um, you know, me and Kent, we joke around all the time. And I said, well, maybe, Kent, what you should do is turn down first hook and then come back last and I'll see if I can get us in a pull-off and then you can come back again. He didn't think that was as good an idea as what I thought. <laughs> so, you know, he went first. Um, unfortunately, sled setting wasn't right. They reset the sled, you know, and um, and they, they were very – very good about it. You know, they said, Ken, if we reset the sled, will you come back? And he said, yes. You know, and, and you know, if, if Kent would have said no, I think they would have left the sled alone, but he was, he was quite a ways. I don't remember his distance, but he was out there. And, um, you know, kudos to Kent. He played it right. He didn't play it just for himself. He came back. Uh, I ended up did I? I can't remember if I won that night or he won that night. I don't remember. I think I won that night. No, Kent won Friday night. Then Saturday night, it was reverse rolls. I was first hook, went 386 foot, and they reset the sled. And it was unfortunate. I think Kent come in second or th somebody. DeMars was second. I think they had trouble at 175 foot. Kent come out there, and I don't think he went over 260. Um, that's just, it dropped it so much there. And I think first hook had that, it was first hook of the night, had that premium track and, and that really helped. But then when I run it the second night, we dropped a valve and, um, that destroyed a cylinder head and sleeve piston. And, um, so home from Hoopston, we come and get ready for sandwich, went to sandwich, stuck, um, injection pump, you know, and then I'm Ken's second hook. I'm fourth, fifth hook, and got a point. I know my points lead. Kent goes out there and goes 85. You know, he goes out, flutters it, and I am like, what is wrong? That is not the campaign. That is not campaign driving right there. I mean, I don't know if he was trying to do something, what he was doing, but he, he let out the throttle. He's going to give her a second attempt. He goes out and goes 85 foot, and clearly obvious. Now, Kent's got a problem. You know, he's too good of a driver. He's not going to screw up the first time. He's definitely not going to screw up the second time. There's Ken's too good. Um, so I'm back there and I'm licking my chops. I mean, I need to go out and make a respectable pull. I've got the championship in the bag. We're good to go. You know, everything. I roll out there. Take off. This thing is missing like you wouldn't believe. Roll out of throttle. I didn't, I didn't even know where I went, pulled out. I'm like, I got to try this again. Throw the shide shield off. Well, they pull me back. Uh, Robbie Lemke standing there. He said, we got, I said, I said, I think I got an injection line broke. So we pulled the fuel stop, rolled over, said, yep, number four is broke. I said, well, I'm screwed. He said, the hell you are. You got a line in the trailer? I said, yep, I got a line in the trailer. He said, I sent somebody after the line. Robbie is out there throwing wrenches like you wouldn't believe, spinning that off of there. We're getting the new line on. They're timing us, whatever we're doing. We're going as fast as we can get. Robbie looks at me and says, get on the tractor, get strapped in there. We will get this thing running. Got it running. Throw the throttle forward. 
and I think we go 86 foot and go a foot further than camp. So what a so by then I think I think I can't remember how all the points shook out, but literally there was the right amount of tractors. If Kent won the second night of sandwich or the second event of sandwich, all I had to do was bump the sled and I still would have beat Kent. We would have tied and I had Kent on the tiebreaker by one point or by, by, by number of wins. So it was certainly, um, and Kent did what he had to do the second event. I mean, he will come out there to lay down a beautiful pass and we couldn't touch it. And I went down and got second or third down there, whatever I got ended up winning by the three points, but it was a, it was a long, hard fought battle. Let me tell you at the end. So you just join us. We got Travis Lobot with us, our uh, 2021 NTPA grand national diesel super stock champion. Please type your comments or questions into the comments. We'll be sure to ask those to Travis. Travis, have you guys had the NTPA banquet yet? Uh, December 3rd. Okay. Is that, or is first, that Ohio first, or Indy or where they have Colum- Columbus, Ohio. Okay. Yep. Yep. So, uh, so that'll be fun. You know, I don't know. It's just um, for all the people out there that are, that think it ain't possible. It is, you know, I'm, I'm nobody special. I mean, you surround yourself with good people and good things will happen. And um, you know, I look, I just had a Facebook thing pop up memories deal. It was nine years ago last week when I went and picked up my chassis, my frame from Tim Engler. And um I'll have to ask Tim sometimes. He, I mean, I, I had no clue what we were ordering. I didn't know what I was getting when I went down and ordered that. I called and asked Tim how to get a chassis. He said, send me $100. And, um, you know, then I went and go down to order the chassis. And, and um, you know, we did that. And I told Tim, I don't know what I want. He'd build enough of them. And I wasn't going to tell Tim Engler how to build a chassis anyway. But, uh, you know, went down and picked it up, and that was kind of a fiasco type of deal. We, this, Jason, you can relate to this. Uh, Alan Moore had looked at a trailer. Um, he wanted to buy a new pulling trailer for their little light limited super stock malfunction junction. And so they wanted to go to Indianapolis, and they were going to meet this guy from New Jersey um, out in Indy, pick up this trailer. I said, well, if you don't mind, I'll ride along. We can go down to Tim Engler's, pick up my chassis and, you know, kill two birds with one stone. And uh, so we went and looked at that, got out to Indianapolis to look at this trailer. And I'm telling you what, that guy, gentleman, had misrepresented that trailer so bad that Alan looked at him and said, uh, I'm not buying this trailer. You could go inside that trailer and you could see, you could count the, the stripes in the road from the rust holes in the inside. I mean, it was bad. And so didn't end up by the trailer. So then we left the Indianapolis. So, well, it didn't work out, you know, no big deal. I'll, we'll go home. I'll find it to get my truck and trailer. We'll get back on the road another day or two or next week, or whatever, go out and get the chassis. And well, then on the way home, we were uh, computer bandits on our cell phones and we found a trailer in Chicago, Illinois. So we drove from Indianapolis up to Chicago really nice trailer went they bought that trailer from chicago we left chicago went back to um indiana where tim's at i think we didn't get back down there till like 10 o'clock 11 o'clock at night but tim met us out there loaded up the tractor 
way we went. And I think we got home at five o'clock, six o'clock in the morning. So it was quite an interesting deal. So Alan always sends me that deal of when we picked that tractor up. Reminds me of the fiasco that we went through to pick that up. Good stories. <clears throat> Good stories. Charles, you got to have a question for Travis. I know. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I just like to, to, to talk about the, the class as a whole, you know, everybody talks about some, some off coded numbers, but just give everybody a sense of just how extra super stock is. You know, we talk about boost numbers and I don't think people realize that the, the drive pressure number is actually even higher than that. Uh, cylinder pressure numbers are off the charts um, the harmonics that are in the crank are, are leading people to deliberately weld in the flywheel and the harmonic or the harmonic balancer so it doesn't move and, and make it out of balance. They're putting that eighth extra main bearing on the crank snout to hold everything in place. I mean, going a little bit to that, you know, what it takes to actually make the kind of colossal power that you guys really are doing. Yeah, and we've never really had mine on the dyno. I buy all my, everybody knows, I buy all my parts from Hypermax from top to bottom underneath that hood. And uh, they dyno everything. And I've never really, I don't never got an exact number. They don't, they don't give you dyno sheets. I can tell you that. But, you know, I remember, so eight, I've been doing this eight years. And eight years ago, I, I asked Jeff, give me a ballpark, just something to feed my brain a little bit. And he felt we were at 32 to 3,500 horse eight years ago. And just like every class that's out there, there isn't a class. I don't care if it's pickups or tractors or whatever it is. It's amazing the horsepower we built. But I would say we're comfortably in, in that fight. We're at 5,000. I don't think we're much over it. Um, I've heard some stories from dinos, whatever. You know, I think it's fair to say we're 4,800 to 5,000 horsepower. Um, it is, you know, you're exactly right. The harmonics, um, you know, it's so interesting to find the part failure. You know, what are we breaking? The first year out, I broke three crankshafts um, the first year I was out. And um, that that was, and it wasn't, you know, I was, I was bummed about buying three crankshafts. Yeah. But I was also bummed about buying the 12 valves every time we broke a crankshaft. That was 36 valves we bought. Um, that was, you know, like the joke in the in the shop was that just about sent me over the edge. Cause, and you would, you bend every valve every time we broke the nose off that crank, we'd bend every valve in that head. You know, come to find out we lived and we learned. And, um, you know, we attributed that back finally to a, a balancer problem. And, um, you know, just that you said it there, harmonics, you know, what we're turning, what we're doing, you know, for an easy numbers, the injection pump takes 150 horsepower to turn it, to turn that wide open. I think, uh, oh, Weimers and them got a new stand that they didn't even put an electric motor on their stand. They got a, a DT-466 with a hopped up pump and turbo on it. You know what I mean? To That's how they're <laughs> spinning theirs. I mean, they're, they're using a tractor motor. So, and, and we're, we're definitely, you know, flywheel flywheel come loose dodge city kansas so literally every weekend after or every every pull i was pulling the clutch can and all the clutch apart to check flywheel bolts every all we all year now never did find another one loose 
Um, so, you know, was it because I was checking them or just a freak deal at Dodge City had decided to come loose, you know? So the harmonics is huge. I don't know that we're done tracing that. Um, you know, I think Ken had some trouble there at the end of the year uh, out at the Enderley. And I think he's still tracing that a little bit, trying to figure out what's what's happening there. You're exactly right. The, the main bolts, um, everything that's going on, the cylinder heads, you know, everything's turning so much harder. You know, we're cylinder pressure right now. You know, I'm not afraid to say it. What we're doing now is, you know, so if you take a, I think we're roughly hitting, I mean, and they, we don't, I don't have the exact sheet that I can send us out. It's just kind of in general conversation. We're hitting the same cylinder pressure as what a nitro funny car is or a top fuel alcohol dragster. You know, I think they're and, around. The contextualized versus burn rates of fuel, that's insane. Yes. I mean, it's they're around, they're around 13, 14,000 is what just a general rule of thumb. And they're putting us right at 12 to 13,000 right now. So, you know, what we found there at Napoleon when we, we're not, a lot of times you hear about people, they say they're pulling the rod out of the piston or, you know, whatever. We're actually driving the piston down through the wrist pin because so we have so much cylinder pressure. Well, that cylinder pressure is attributed to the amount of boost that we're putting the motor. You know, um, I think I've been up in the 350s. Um, I know there's other guys in my class that have slipped into the 400s. Yes. Um, yes. And we all we'll all talk about our numbers, whatever. I can tell you whether they're at 400 or not, because if their motor's destroyed, they'll say, yep, yep, they were at 400. They run really, really good. And that motor no longer wants to live. You know, um, there's a few of them. Uh, I mean, that one, he took them rod bearings and I mean, he, they were thin potato chips shoved out around the corners. They were self-machining. So um, that is what that extreme boost is doing to us. Um, so, but it's been a, you know, when I look over the eight years, it's so cool of the people we meet. Um, Dwayne Bowes at Cali's Crank, and, and I haven't personally been working with Dwayne as much as Campaign and um, Steve Burge, Mike Beck. Them guys have been doing a lot of work with Dwayne. Um, I don't. I think he he hates us. He hates an inline six billet crankshaft because he doesn't understand why that crankshaft needs to weigh so much. You got to have a hoist to put it on the machine. You know, they're used to, but Dwayne is, Dwayne has been, he's like, no more. You guys, that's it. I'm not doing no more of these, but Dwayne has been a huge help in oiling. And, um, you know, we switched up some stuff this year and, and I have to give it to Dwayne, um, on that, I've just followed along with some stuff that me and Steve Burge, Burge was working on, kind of sold me on it. And uh, last winter, I said, Steve, I, I want to do that. And we added another oil filter and did better oiling. And um, bearing-wise this year, I didn't have bearing trouble, you know. Um, so is that all because of what Dwayne has worked with us on? Uh, I, I don't know. But did it hurt? Absolutely not. You know, so that's that's the fun part of it is to go back and, and find your weak links and then find something to work on that weak link and then watch that work. But it isn't like we can just call up Jags and say, this is the problem I got and, you know, send me a aftermarket part for it. You know, that that's just not realistic, but it is fun. We, we usually, old Profab Larry, 
he gets us drugged to the uh, NHRA dragsters. And we used to go to Indianapolis or we just went to Vegas here a couple of weeks ago. And it, it's fun to get back in the pits and talk to them guys out back there, the motor builders and whatever. They cannot fathom what we do. You know, they're building 35 pounds of boost, 50 pounds of boost, whatever they build. And when I tell them we got 350, possibly 400 pounds, they're just their eyes bug out. You know, they just um, a couple of years ago, I sold a block and a crank and a few other parts to um, oh, Beasley down there in um, Georgia. And Rex Coon was happened to be heading that way. So I took it to Indianapolis. So we pull in the Indianapolis drag step pits with that block and crank in the back. And I was that the back of my pickup was fairly popular one night drinking some uh, beverages, ice cold beverages. And them guys were just, they were just in awe of the material, how heavy duty, how everything was built so heavy, you know, but uh, to one, you know, one thing is them top fueler and funny car guys, they're going four seconds wide open and then they get new pistons, you know? Um, so it's different for us is I don't want to put new pistons in every weekend. You know, I, I don't. That does take the fun out of it. I mean, it takes the money, but man, we worked on that tractor from Napoleon, which is the first weekend of August to the third weekend of September when we were done in Anderley. And every night, every night, every weekend, every, we just was nonstop on that. So, uh, you know, that's huge, but uh, that's kind of where we're at. We're still all fighting it. It's fun. You know, I think, uh, you know, Hyper's got some new parts coming around the corner um, that they're developing and uh, the development is not done. Um, but, uh, you know, I think, and they recognize it. They know what we're running up against and, uh, you know, we'll see what happens. So hope, I think we'll have something for next year. And all we're, all we're asking for is longevity. You know, I, of course, once we get to where pistons a whole better, don't get me wrong. We'll throw some more air, some more fuel, and we'll see if we can build a bigger bomb. How, how much, like, we've seen a trend in diesel super away from the four charger into the three charger. I think a lot of, a piece of that is maybe the the advancements and efficiency on the chargers to, to be able to do with three what you could with four. But as tire development, everything everything's a system. So you can't have one thing without another, right? The tires get better. You need more front end weight. The more power you make, the more strength you need in the motor is also the development of three chargers deleting that collective 120 pounds of that fourth turbo and putting it back in the motor just to make it live a thought in, in your guys's mind. Well, that's an interesting comment. Cause so someday if you ever get around uh, Steve Burge or um, the Blagrave brothers, Stan and Steve Blagrave, I, you know, two, three years ago and, me and Jody and Bert or Blake Grays, we were fighting for sandwich fight for the points title. And uh, I ended up, I got third, they got second, Jody won. And congratulations to him on that. And um, I elbowed Steve and I said, Steve, Blake Graves, I said, uh, when are you going to get rid of that fourth turbocharger that's just wasting efficiency in air? And he, in a very stern manner, said, I'll die with it. <laughs> so the next year Blake Graves won the championship and I think it was the same spot we were standing in Sandwich, Illinois and he walked over and elbowed me and said when are you going to put a fourth charger on there so you can win the championship 
I said, I guess I'll never win. So, you know, the, we've seen the dyno numbers. We've heard the dyno numbers between three and four, and they're literally equal. Um, in my opinion, when I watch them guys, they have more drivability off the line with four chargers than what three does. Brian Schrammick was the king of drivability off the line. I mean, I remember before I, or the first year or two I pulled, you know, I would go and just, I would literally stand at starting line to 75 foot and do nothing but watch them guys run their throttle. Uh, Brian Schrammick is 75 foot before he's wide open at Bowling Green and blew it out the end. Kudos to him. But, uh, you know, the three chargers wouldn't live. You know, they couldn't hold a bottom charger together. And so, and I think a lot of it's what you get used to. And just like you said, Charlie, it's what your tractor is set up for, what gear ratios you're running, what tire speeds, what tires, everything. You've got to have a complete setup in order to make that work. I mean, you can't, you couldn't, I don't think you could take and just put, you couldn't take Blake Graves four charger motor and everything, put it in my tractor and have it act the same as my three turbocharger, just like you couldn't take my setup, and put it in theirs. Um, I think your tractors are all built accordingly and, and your tires got to match, but it is, it does make a fun competition. You know, um, you know, go back to that first year pulling three crankshafts. I think I went through eight bottom chargers. Um, I, I was questioning insanity at some point in there, that first couple of years of whether it's right. Um, but hyper, they were very good to me. Um, they didn't fix them all for free. I can tell you that, but, uh, Jeff worked with me really well and, um, Oh, he never really told me, but I got a pretty good idea that I was doing some on-track dyno service for him, um, how long these things would last. And we finally hit it. Um, we did. Um, I don't know. It was two, three years after that. We were burning chargers up. Like I mean, I was tearing the bearings out of a bottom charger in two runs. And finally, I got my truck and headed to Gilbert's, Illinois, and said, I need to have Turbo 101 school here for an hour. And we literally got all the parts to the turbo out, laid it out. He showed me my parts, my brass bushings, bearings, and all that were purple. You know, and he said, that's lack of oil, whatever. And I'm like, I got good oil pressure. I, I, I don't, that's not it, you know. And so I went home and I changed the oil pressure on the bottom line, put it on with a different location, actually on a different pump. And my problems went away, completely went away. So, you know, there's the things, you know, sometimes you got to step back and say, am I doing things right? Am I doing things wrong? You know, and, uh, and things have grown. I mean, we've really grown, but uh, as far as three to four, that is something that to me makes the class extra special. Also, um, that's something that I think um, we as pullers need to promote to the announcers to get the fans more involved, to get a three against four combination and maybe explain a little difference of what that is difference between them three and four in the end we make the same horsepower you know it's not a horsepower game i was going to chase you with a question about uh waste gating versus but you 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 guys found a solution to get away from waste gating and as far as the announcer uh thing i know a guy <laughs> yeah and we don't you know we don't i haven't used a waste gate I, it's on there you didn't, uh, been, well, you didn't need to. It looks like you found a way around it. So. Right. You know, and we didn't. And we just, you know, and that's all turbo combination. And then that's a, that's a deal. You know, that's just drive speed and, and everything else. And, 
you know, some guys wasted on the top end, some guys wasted on the big end, um, you know, on, you know, first stage, second stage, it just depends. Uh, I give Burge a hard time. He couldn't waste enough air on his. His gets out of control once in a while. But it just – it's a combination that you really got to fight and win. And, you know, two years ago, three years ago, I don't remember when that was. was 2018. That when we were blowing turbos like they were going out of style. 2019, I don't remember. But, uh, you know, that was a new turbo combination that was not happy. And we were overspeeding them, in my opinion. You know, I'm hypers they took care of me once again, you know, they, they, they did, you know, and we, we made, put everything together. And I couldn't have fixed that problem without Cody, of course, uh, data. I can tell you that right there. Uh, Cody had me good data that I could email to hyper and they, we, we pinpointed down the failure spot of that turbo. And then uh, it took some ironing out. It really did. But once we ironed that out, then they kind of got lived and married together and, and, uh, I tried something out at the Enderly this year. We were going to try to be heroes or zeros, and uh, we were kind of zeros. But uh, I was confident. I I would have put $20,000 on the line that them turbochargers were coming out from underneath the hood at the Enderly this year. I don't know. I was pretty scared of it, so I think I my driving showed that. I didn't – well, in your defense, too, for Enderly on that side, when, you, when they, we got to your class, I'm not sure the track was there either. No, no, it was, that was hard. Um, that was a hard deal. Hang on, I got to plug my computer and I didn't realize the battery was getting low. I'm back. So, yeah, it was hard. You know, we had that rain, what, it was an hour before? What a yeah. bummer that was, you know, and, um, you know, it was slick and greasy, but they had a good track, you know. They did. Uh, I remember somebody come over and said, you know, maybe you ought to drop a gear, and I'm like, are you smoking? We ain't dropping a gear. We got the Billy Bad Turbos underneath the hood. We're going to make this happen. I got to the end of the track and said, man, I should have dropped a gear. <laughs> yeah. yeah, live and learn. And, it, and it, was Mar- it was Marcus. And he come back around and he made sure that I knew that we should have maybe dropped a gear. Yeah. I can keep talking all night on engine setups. I'll yield the floor to somebody else. <laughs> no, it's all good. I love I love the technical knowledge, Charles, that you bring to the show. Um, Travis, is pretty much all the diesel super guys going to hyper, or is it more than just hyper? Or what are you seeing out there? No, I mean, you know, hypers on the block a year ago, it was all hyper. Um, I don't think anybody had a DNR uh, snicker block. I couldn't. No, I don't think anybody did. Uh, of course, the John Deere guys are getting them a fill at Riverside. Um, but now, it, what's going to be interesting now is, you know, I think Kevin Campbell's got one out. Uh, Robbie Lemke's got one out. So that's a, a snicker block, whatever. Um, that's going to be interesting. Now, part of me, you know, I'm sitting back here going, well, I don't understand. We're not having any block trouble. So why are we switching it up, you know? But uh, we are, I shouldn't say we're not having any, we're, we're moving main caps, you know, um, that's our, another weak link in there. And, and I noticed what them guys are doing by adding the extra main bolts in there. You know, they're trying to prevent that. Um, you know, it's, it's interesting, but you know, once you get into that crankshaft, either by hyper or Sonny Bryant um, rods, you know, there's a couple, three dealers on rods. Lemke's got some rods. Um, Hyper's got rods. Pistons, you know, there's plenty of uh, options out there. Cylinder heads, you're, you're a hyper or Lemke. Um, 
you know, there's, that's pretty much there. And then turbos, that's wide open. You got uh, Weimers out there, uh, Hypers out there. I think Hart's had a set for a while out there. Um, I know I'm missing. No, I think that's it. And then injection pumps is, you know, similar. Weimer, Hyper, Hart's, you know, so that, so it's not dead set all on Hyper by far. Um, you know, I, I, there's not a lot of us, no meat, uh, chain reaction boys out there in New York are all Hyper stuff. Um, but, um, you know, a lot of them guys, their guys are mixing and matching a little bit. And, and there is no right way. And, and no way am I saying that hyper is the only way to go. Um, you know, I just I kind of did that because I didn't know what I was doing when I started. And I knew if I could just go buy everything from one place, I didn't have to. Say, well, how's this work and how's this work and what should we do here and this and that? It was all. You know, and Jeff gave me a nice setup when we left. I mean, he knew he knew I didn't know nothing, had no clue how to drive, didn't even know how to start that tractor when we build it. You know, so uh, we, uh, you know, that's kind of the scenario. But, you know, that's where you, that's what also makes it fun. You know, campaigns running a different setup than I am, um, but we're still very competitive day in, day out, you know, all the way through there. So on the aftermarket blocks, I don't think it matters at 540 cubic inch, but for like the, the pro stock guys who are running 680, are some of these aftermarket blocks being developed with a different cam center line to clear the stroker crank throws? Is, is that what they're doing? Uh, don't quote me on this. I don't think they can. I think by the rules, the cam has to stay in the same location. Um, okay. You know, what's interesting is we sell some of the blocks that the guys window um kick the rods out Blaygraves have done it um dang it there was somebody else but the the pro stock guys are buying our old blocks uh because they can weld the pieces back in where the rods went through they'll weld that back up there's you know on them hyper blocks they got enough nickel in them they weld beautifully and then they'll machine them out and get that six inch stroke crank to go through there so yeah, yeah i don't I don't know. I think the biggest lot of it is just the main cap. You know, like if you look at Kevin Campbell's block, we have a main cap, and then we have a block that goes between there to a girdle. He made his main caps the full length, uh, so there's no block. So that kind of made a difference. Um, is it good or bad? I don't know. You know, I, I certainly kudos to everybody for trying something because if that is our next weak link, um, kudos to them guys for being ahead of the game. Uh, any new or returning diesel supers on the circuit next year, Travis? What are you hearing? I, I'm hoping. Uh, I talked to John Raymond's. I think John's going to get back out. He's waiting on some parts. I think actually he's getting one of them new uh, John Deere blocks. Don't quote me on this because John, he might tell me if I'm wrong. He's getting some parts from Robbie, um, a block or a head or something like that. I know he said he was waiting on that. Um, so, John, I think we'll see John back out. I think um, the Olden boys, uh, Drew has successfully, um, he's raising kids. I give Drew Olden a hard time every once in a while. I'm like, Drew, man, you're you're taking care of the kid raising thing. And so rightfully so, kudos to him. He's got to stay home and take care of his family. But I think his dad's going to try to get his tractor out. Um, and then they always had the white fawn with Jim Rand. So I think if they bring one, they'll bring two. So that's kind of exciting. Um, but um, no, I... I haven't heard of a lot of new ones coming out, but um, yeah, we'll welcome anybody. God, jump in. You can you can run. We'll help you. 
So, uh, Derek, James Hunt has a crush on you, it appears. <laughs> I can't believe that out of Darren Hunt. <laughs> um, I know you don't like this question, but I just want you to touch on it briefly for me. So, you know, would we ever try running? Yeah, yeah. we're going to run in Louisville, Kentucky with them if I get accepted. Yes. If you're going to get accepted? If I get accepted. That's what that's what uh, I always just say, you know, that this list isn't out yet. You know, that whole alcohol thing is a huge deal. Um, the, the issue becomes, and I think, and kudos to Jody and Colin Ross. That tractor is a number one beautiful, and it runs hard. Um, can he be beat by us? Me, can't Burge, can he get beat in the diesel superclass? Yes. He is not perfect all the time. We can sneak up and get him. Does he run hard 98% of the time? Yes. Um, so kudos to what Jody and, and uh, Colin are doing. But, you know, if you they're running hard, and I think they're working on it a lot. And I think that's the biggest thing. The difference between us diesel guys, if we're going to run against the alcohol guys, we're going to have to put them on kill every single night. And I mean, not worry about whether we blow them up or not. Where the my opinion is the alcohol guys are running a little bit easier. And if they want to tweak it up, all they do is reach in and give her some more boost on the wastegate and another degree of timing. And they're they're radical. Yeah, don't get me wrong. We can take some fuel away, put some fuel in, add some water, whatever. But I think we've got to run on kill in order to keep them on, you know, when they're on their A game, not on kill. And can they have failure? Sure they can. But I don't feel we can run with them. And, you know, I've only been doing this Grand National for six years now. And I wasn't involved in the divorce. There is still hard feelings in the the diesel world based on how bad it was back when they had to go through the, you know, I call it the divorce to get them separated. So um, I just, you know, I, I don't, and them guys don't want to come down to our cubic inch. You know, if they're going to come down and play, then I want to run them square up. You know, if we're going to do it, let's, we'll be 540, there'll be 540. And, um, you know, so I, I don't see that problem, you know, I would just love to see the, the alcohol class is awesome. I'd love to see Mike Cheesick and them three tractors, Glotz. Look at what PPL has them. They put a good show on. We just need a few more of them and, and get going and, and get that class built back up in NTPA. And there's enough room for tractors and NTPA and PPL to run that. It's They just need to they need to work on that program a little bit. But, you know, they got to get to where they quit changing the rules. You know, there's nothing worse on somebody than – you know, they, they run it, run it for two, three years, and then, oh, no, nope, we're going to change the rules. Now you got to go change all your setup. That's that's wrong, in my opinion. So you don't want to go to no HC 650? No, no, no. We actually, our real NTPA rules are 540 cubic inch. It used to be uh, 540 for a three char four charger rig, three pressure stages, and it used to be 640 for two pressure stages. So we could go 640, but you know, remember two, three years ago when we were, everybody was on a turbo limit and all, they all wanted to put turbo limits on whatever. We as a class went into NTPA and said, you guys want us to put limits on? Here's our limit. Put it at 540. 
Um, I think all but one or two tractors were at 540. A um, couple of them guys grumbled a little bit. I don't blame them because I just said you got to quit picking on them if they start winning. But, um, you know, we set that at 540, and that was, I still think, one of the better things we do. We just – it, when we go up bigger, all we're doing is starting over with a new set of problems, sleeves, pistons, rods, you know, we're just creating things. So that was where we were all comfortable. You know, years ago, it was before me, they, they outlawed intercoolers. You know, I think, uh, I think this was a story I heard John Ramos or somebody was coming to the track with an intercooler and they're like, no, we do not want to put intercoolers on diesel supers. So let's just mix it right in the beginning and be done. So at the boost yeah. pressure you guys are running to to make an intercooler hold together, it probably way more than the gun safe that is on the other side of this monitor. I mean, yeah. ah, you, it wouldn't work. Right. And, you know, if it was the intercooler and somebody made it work, then everybody keeps trying it and we just keep blowing things and blowing things and blowing things. Yeah. So as a class, it was good to our class gets along. I feel really good. You know, our class, I mean, you come back to the pits sometime after the poll. Um, if we're not switching parts, we're sharing beers, one or the other. Yes. Uh, so, Seen you know, it we're, yeah, we're just, you know, we're out to compete on the track, but we know we got to be friends in the back and we share parts all the time. Doug Borth wants to know about your first trip to Ellsworth, Wisconsin. <laughs> first trip, that was when it was silver, man. I'm telling you, like I said, I, we went to, uh, God, I can't think of that place in Illinois, you know, and just did a test hook exhibition to see if I, Leaf River, Leaf River, Illinois was yeah, the first place. Yeah, that was the Badger State Hook. That was yep. the Badger State Hook. First time we ever took it down the track, we made it. We blew the injector completely out of it, learned something there. We didn't know what them little spindles were, them lineup dowels were. So we got that put back in. And we go to Ellsworth, Wisconsin. And, um, I mean, I leave the line, and it is – we are hauling mail. And about, I don't know, 250 foot, it blows a piston out of it sends the oil pan to the ground and I didn't know what happened I mean I uh, like I said I've said this many times you're talking to a guy that had no clue there for a while what was happening I, I literally thought it shoved the crankshaft right on the ground you know you, three years before that I'll give you a little story we went to Toma Wisconsin me and my wife went up there and I we sat on a starting line and I said, Allison, this is the class that I'm going to build. She had no clue what diesel super was. And I don't remember who the first tractor was up, but uh, he didn't even get off the line. And she's like, boy, this is, that's impressive. This was a good class. And the next tractor up was Hans Boxler. <laughs> oh, boy. I mean, we all know that that thing has a distinct sound to it, a distinct everything to it. And Hans doesn't go two foot and sends the crankshaft on the ground. So she was not impressed with this class that I had picked. <laughs> so when we were in Ellsworth, we blew the pan off. And I only blew part of the pan off so that it was still dragging. So I just jumped off, you know, the, the tractor's not on fire no more. And we got all that done. And they're pulling me in. If you've ever been to Ellsworth, it's like a kind of a, asphalt road back to your puller and this whole time we're getting tugged down there all i can hear is and i'm thinking that's my crankshaft just dragging on the ground self-clearance thing down there here it was just the oil pan dragging 
and we just took a piston out of it. So it was no big deal, but that's how little I knew back then. So yeah, that was, uh, and then the next year we went, I think we broke the nose off the crankshaft again. And um, I told Doug, I will come back to Ellsworth in my lifetime and I will beat that track, but it'll be a while. It will be. So he, he calls me usually every year and says, you coming out no, too scared, scared of it again. Yeah. So no, that, that's good. That track, we watched that. Uh, what the black sheep semi Brent, was that the one that Ryan? Yep. They yep. tossed the motor out of it. So. Yep. Craig Braun. He, uh, he also tossed the motor out in limited pro stock class. Yeah. The Hampton hooker. Yep. 2016. Yeah. 17. Yeah. Yep. So it is a good pull though. Encourage anybody's out there to listen that Ellsworth, they put on a good pull. They really do. It's a good track and it's, it's good. Well, Travis, let's kind of transition into um, the Polar's championship, May 13th and 14th. Um, you are, you are our class rep for the uh, diesel super stock class. And we're hoping that you can line up 12 diesel super stocks for us. Do you, I mean, what, what are you kind of hearing from my, we're just kind of getting it going. Not everybody knows about it yet, but is there a decent buzz about it? And you're in the polar community or. There is because Jason, after you put it on the other night, I've got a couple people that had messaged me and said, Hey, I'm interested, you know, whatever. And, and I, I just said, let me, I needed to get my head wrapped around the game. So I was super excited last Saturday when I happened to be um, stopped at my shop to look something up on some cube on my computer and my Facebook popped up and the website was up. And I thought, I, you know what? That was one thing that I needed in my head before I call people and say, hey, this is how you do it. This is how you do it. I need to do it myself so that I knew to say this is what you do. And, um, you know, I popped that baby in there. And I like this. I think I put that on your comment, Jason. I, in less than five minutes, I was done. So whoever designed that website and put it together, it okay. is user friendly because and I'm not no computer guru, I'm telling you. So, Brent, nice job on that. I mean, you made it easy. The boxes, you know, click, go, yep, add a few things, make it happen. Um, and I'm good on the picture deal because I didn't have a picture on that computer. And I was like, yeah, how am I going to do that? And then I read there, it said, well, you, yeah, and then I read it. It said, if you don't have a picture, don't worry, we'll use a picture. Okay, perfect. You know, I'm not, we're not worried about it. So, Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, I have had some interest, um, that was helpful. I mean, for the, the one was Brad, um, I think Brad Decker out of, uh, Arkansas down there. So that was cool that he reached out to me and said, Hey, if you got room, I'm interested, whatever. So I need to spend hopefully the next week or so get on the telephone, line some guys up and say, Hey, you need to now the website's up and running, get up there, get your stuff, get signed up. And, um, you know, the cool thing is, you know, Jason, I'm finally starting to understand how we're doing the payout and all of that stuff. So, yeah, I'm I'm excited. I think we can get 12. It's, you know, everybody's grumbling about the time of the year. Schultz, you guys have done a great job of saying, well, then tell us what time is good. But the end of the year is not, you know, because we're wore out. So I, I love it. You know, campaign and I went to Dubuque, Iowa last year to an outlaw poll because it was two, three weeks before our season. And, and I wanted to show Kent how good I was and he wanted to show me how good he was, you know? So um, we wanted to see what each other had for each other. And I think that's what this is going to be. It's, it's early enough in the year. If you do go down there and break, you got time to fix it. It's not like it's a week before your championship series starts. And, um, but yeah, I'm excited. I think we can get enough. 
um, to go up through there. I mean, and we'll see. I feel like so, for the Beast Super Class, Brent, Brent, we picked five, right? The top five NTPA tractors. We invite yep. them. Yep. So basically, Trev, I need you to put together a list of seven more tractors to invite, and then they have through the end of the year to sign yep. up and pay. Then after that, we can open up to the fans. But you know, there might be fan votes that might get in, but they might not want to be there. So you just right. have to work with us on that. But I know Doug Meisinger is watching the show right now. He's messaging. Yep. He wants to go. I know Taylor Van Beek wants to go. He was your outlaw champion. Um, yeah, you know, and I think that's what I—that's what I really I like about it. The whole deal is good. Is you know, I don't want it to be ten NTPA tractors and two outlaws. Uh, I, I'm hoping that you know maybe we get a couple out of the south. Um, you know, maybe a couple from the south. Let's get a couple, two, three from uh, outlaws, and then you know whatever. I, I'm all about that, and that's why. Yeah, I'll I'll reach out to Doug. I'll get. I need to get Taylor Van uh, Taylor Van Beek, Tyler Bachman, you know, th Matt Goodwin. You know, some of them guys aren't going to be able to do it because they are farming, and kudos to them. You got to, you know, the only yeah. the best way to go broke tractor pulling is forget working. You know, because the only way we can pay for this sport is go to work. You know, so. Kudos to them guys, you know, that, that do have, fortunately for me, I, I think I can have that thing together. Um, but, um, you know, and everybody can do it if they want to. We do it all the time. We farm all summer and we tractor pull all summer. But um, some of that's just a busy time, but, you know, go from there. But, yeah, I love it. Like I said, website was easy and um, simple. And, yeah, I, I think it's an all right deal. No, we're excited about it. We're hearing a re really good buzz um, about it as well. It's funny, nobody will go out and post stuff on the forums, but they call you privately and they tell you, man, you guys really took your time on this and did your homework. I'm like, well, there's seven or eight of us that we all can MF each other and we're still friends. Yeah. So we've had a, quite a few meetings behind the scenes and we agreed. I mean, if we if we adamantly disagreed with somebody, we we're going to say it that day or we're going to shut up about it for the rest of our life because right. we're, yeah. all, we're all friends, but just like we're competitors for a little bit too. I mean, we're all, all very opinionated people on what we think needs to happen. And right. And, yeah. and that's what you need. That's what you got to have. You don't want a group that just sits back and listens to one person do all the leading and everything. And then, then criticizes and says, we shouldn't have done that. We shouldn't have done that. That's not what, you know, we don't want that. So, and you guys, you know, you're not competing. I think you're the, the gun out of the shoot. You know, everybody wants to, we can, everybody's going to dyno all winter long. Yep, we got the best thing. But until you put that thing on the track, you don't know whether them dyno numbers are any good or not. You know, did the tranny hold it? Did, did we got the tires for it? Whatever. So, um, yeah, I think, and you're, you know, you're pretty much central United States. I don't think you can, you know, say, I, I don't know if I can get the Blade Grave boys to come up yet. I don't know when cotton planting season is, but, uh, you know, I, I heard the other day they got a record cop, cotton um uh, crop down there which is making me nervous that means the diesel super will run harder next year <laughs> <laughs> um you know the chain reaction guys very well travis yes I yep i can get their number also um yeah nope we need to just like i said we need to open it up and get it to all of them and you know and if somebody i'd like to call them and if they say definitely 100 percent, no it doesn't work in my schedule then i don't even want to put their name out there you know i don't yep. It just doesn't make no sense. Let's uh, so I need to just get some people and say yes, I'm you know yes, I'm interested and whatever. But I, I think it's a great deal. I, I am originally I was like God, I hope we can get twelve, but I'm I'm happy now. I think we can get twelve of us. Yeah, I think so. you're catching momentum. 
it's catching pretty good momentum. We have a Facebook chat going with the, the eight of us all the time. And sometimes it, it'll, it'll eat up our whole day. We're going back and forth on stuff, but um, got a lot of good technology guys um, on board on our crew. You know, you saw what the website can do and stuff like that. We got to get our sponsorship form up, but that holds our facility. Uh, Travis, it's the real deal. Yeah. It's the real deal down there. So. Yep. So. Well, cool. Yeah. If you could work on seven more names here in the next week, maybe before Thanksgiving and then Brent can get those posted up on the website and then if they can just accept it by the end of the year and otherwise we'll just open up the fan votes. But like I said, you're, I think the diesel super class will be a little more touchy. I really, we really want to work closely with you, Travis, to get 12 sure. tractors to, to commit yep. to that. So. No, no. So I'll work on that here to get that done before Thanksgiving. So. Cool. Um, Guys, we got anything else for Travis? I got a video queued up from Toma this year. Jason. I want to play before Travis goes. Jason, look yeah. at the comments. Brent and Rogers asked a, uh, a question. I want Travis's input on that. Uh, give me one second. Oh, wow. I got to keep up with the comments. Where did the Screaming Demon 2 go? That went to... Um, 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 um. God dang it. Who had it? When he pulled Ryan Graham, Bricker had it. Bricker had it. Sold it to. Did he sell it to Gettingers? Not as far as I know. He did. I heard it went. I heard it went way farther west than that. I think it went to Gettingers, but he didn't have it long, and then it was gone. And I have. I haven't seen it in a long time. Well, Ross is saying Bricker. Bricker had it, Bricker but I don't know if he still has it. No, mm -hmm. he does nope. not. No, no, no. I, uh, I don't. It's south. It's just south of you, from what I understand. Oh, it could it be. It's in Iowa now. Yeah, I haven't but seen it. I have it. no idea who owns it. Mark Ulmer and I were talking about that, and I'm going to see Mark this weekend, and I <laughs> intend on asking him where that yeah. went. Yep. We're still trying to figure it out. It's been weeks. Well, somebody's got to pop up and say where it's at. <laughs> but I have not seen it. So, but Brenton, sure. it is still alive, and they are still planning on running it. Last I heard, they were going to run Outlaw Super with it. Well, that'll be interesting. Be a different, something different out there. Yeah. Kudos. Hey, Trav, there's been like 10 comments with, with Rockwell moving off of Rock Valley. Is there, is, there a, is there a Grand National hook on you that weekend? See, and I haven't heard the schedule. That whole Rockwell deal has really got us, I'm like baffled. Um, I don't know where we're going to end up. So, yeah, I have had some messages from people saying, you come to Rock Valley? Yeah, and that's an awesome like, poll. Um, kudos like 12, to uh, 12 comments tonight. Yeah. <laughs> kudos to the outlaw or the outlaw boys and all them guys that put that on. And, and you know, a couple of years ago when COVID hit, we, uh, Kent and I went out there and I'll tell you what, they, they treated us great. You know, we, we were the outcasts coming in, but they didn't treat us like an outcast. They said, hey, thank you for coming to the poll. And we went, I, I felt we put a good show on and, and you know, everything went good. So I don't know, you know, what the, the schedule is going to look like because I'm curious. I think that weekend that Rockwell went to was Napoleon. Um, uh, it was Salem. Salem. Oh, so it was our off weekend then. Yeah, it was so, Salem and Mount Sterling, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Right? See, that's, that's the struggle. Right. 
Because what will happen there to be Salem, Mount Sterling, that was our off weekend. But, you know, we just got done with uh, Fort Recovery, Chapel Hill and Fort Recovery. So, like I said earlier tonight, I cannot go from Chapel to Fort to Rockwell to Napoleon to Bowling Green. We there's no way. No, we not just me. Our class cannot do that. We, we will end up with five tractors in Bowling Green. Um, and that's not good for the Bowling Green fans. They, they put on too good a show out there. So, um, you know, we, so hopefully, and I, I think Greg Randall knows that. Um, I got a call today from somebody from Salem that wanted me to know why they, that he was, he told me that 12 classes are going to Rockwell, the, the Grand National. But I know, Roos, I know you're more involved with Rockwell than I ever have been or will be. Even Charlie Charles is the announcer there, but. He just wanted me to know before I heard any rumors that they were switching or whatever. He wanted me to know that basically the NTPA came to them and said the classes are going to Rockwell. That's just what he told me today. Because there was when some chat about it on pull-off, and yep. he knows that we talked yep. to a lot of people. He just wanted me to mention on the show tonight, no, I think he's a little pissed because I think there was that feeling of the first right of refusal. But I know that the state of Iowa does not like Rockwell and Rock Valley on top of each other, and I think the no. promoters, I think Tim – I mean, I don't know. I don't know because I haven't talked to Randall in a year. I've called him a couple times with just random things, but and I haven't talked to Tim since last summer. So, um, and, and, and I think I'm not. Them. I'm not speaking for the Rockwell group, but just in general conversation, you get you look at what them guys. If anybody's been there, uh, we've been there. I mean, we pulled Region there. Um, yep. Uh, we pulled Region Super Farm there when that first started. So to see that pull go from the region poll, you know, to the region poll, to the Grand National poll and add classes and Grand National and add another night and Grand National and add another session. Them guys, kudos to that Rockwell Lions Club. Um, so, I mean, at some point you've got to, I, I know people are grumbling that, well, why did NTPA? Well, they went super national. At some point they got their checkbook out and said, we're going to have every class. And that's impressive. You know, it it takes some money, it takes some organization, it takes an event to do that. So I feel bad for the the people that, you know, Salem, that did get trumped on that. Um, I, that is, I feel bad for them, but I think if Salem would have done the same thing and kept growing and growing and growing and ended up super national, they would have trumped them. And, and Rockwell, I think, has been wanting to get off of that weekend for a long time, yes, for the past yes. four or five years. So for, it wasn't a knee-jerk reaction from Rockwell. And, um, you know, I think you got to give the Rockwell Lions Club, and, you know, instead of, oh, you guys just got your way and took everybody and did everything you want. No, they worked at it. They worked at it for the last four or five years and um, kept going and going and going. So uh, kudos to them. I, I think the state of Iowa is going to love it. You know, yep. you, Rock, Rock Valley is an awesome poll. There was a huge attendance. It isn't that far. Them people that live in the middle between Rock Valley and Rockwell, what are they going to be, an hour and a half from two of the greatest poles in Iowa? Yep. Uh, kudos to them. I mean, so, yeah. So, I just – I don't know what we're going to end up doing. Um, I, I haven't heard our class schedule. Usually that will rumor mill or leak it out uh, at the banquet. Um, I don't know actually when they're going to post them and all of that stuff. So, um, but uh, some of the campers in Bowling Green believe Rock will be the big – Oh, you know, and you got to, once again, you got to give Rockwell their due. 
is they added the camping. You know, I'm sure them guys went to Bowling Green. It's not hard to go to Bowling Green and figure out, well, what attracts, what makes Bowling Green so great? Well, number one, the polar <laughs> fans and the people that put it on, but the campers, yep. you know, I don't know that we're going to have, you know, quite the boards and everything else out there at the campground of Rockwell yet, but I think that's an excellent comment that at some point, it, you know, will it take over and go like that? I've got friends from my area that um, I can think of a couple that they didn't, you know, they always want to come see you. You know, well, where do you pull around here? Well, I'm sorry, but Rockwell's the closest one we pull at. Um, but they've started to come up there and go camping and, you know, got their camping spot. And they've been there now two, three years. So I think that's that's fun for me because we're in Iowa. You know, a lot of people want to come watch you pull, you know, and I do pull in my hometown once in a while, just an exhibition. Um, but, you know, like this year we didn't because we're in a points race. I, I couldn't afford to blow it up again, you know. So, um, yeah, so that's that's a fun deal. And then when you're up there, you're competing. You're giving, you know, live action. Yep. Well, Rock, yeah, Rockwell is awesome. Everybody everybody on the show knows that, and everybody that's been there knows that. So I'm – I like I do feel bad, too, for the Salem guys, but I, you know, uh, big go big or go home. And it sounds like that's what happened. But super, to be a super national, you have to have every class, right? Every grand national class. That, that's the way I take it because, like, Toma last year didn't have every class, so they were, weren't a super national. Is that correct? Right. So, right. Yeah, they didn't have the Elkies. But Chapel right. Hill is a super national poll. Yep. So is it, a pur- is it the purse thing? It's purse. It's an okay. increased purse over what the grand national purse is. But Chapel is a little bit different. They limit how many people can come. They, it is yep. not wide open. Right. Um, you know, so uh, and I think somebody got didn't they book one on top of Chapel? Uh, the PPL guys got one up there at the drag strip, don't they? Yeah, it's Norwalk. Norwalk? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, but you know what? It's 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 PPL versus NTPA. It's not. There's enough pulls. There's enough pullers. It's yeah. not. We all we love to just go pulling. You know, that's what it is. So, um, you know, that's where that's kind of the whole difference in that things. No, I love it. Uh, Travis, don't leave yet. I'm going to key up a Toma video of you. We might get a few more questions, but then we'll wrap it up here shortly. So. <laughs> I got an idea about this one. Twister loose, and here he comes. I'm just trying to grab some of the good videos from the NTPA. That one has quite a few views on TikTok. (laughs) Does it? Travis doesn't even know what TikTok is, and he's got like almost 5 million views on it. Okay. Nice. What's your TikTok? I I didn't put it on there. Someone else did. Okay. So just look up Bone Twister probably? Well, it was under um, – look look up Toma, the Toma tractor pole. It's under that. Okay. What was interesting about that pole? I mean, so you seen me going down there, and I don't know what distance. What was it? Three twenty that I was sliding the chalk line to the side. Yep. Um, you know what? At three hundred foot, what was really going in through my head was, well, that's the end of your championship dreams for this year. <laughs> and uh, so, 
we we did that, you know, and and I'm telling you what, we watched that poll. Of course, we were back at the trailers and everybody was watching it and telling me how I got a free one and this and that. And I'm like, no, you guys aren't analyzing this correctly. I never touched the chalk. I just slid the chalk out of my way, and there's no chalk on that tire. <laughs> so we got lucky. Hey, we got yeah. lucky. Nothing wrong with that at all. <laughs> no. And it was actually when, you know, the NTPA boys slow motioned and zoomed right in it. It was super cool. I mean, I think we were moving the top inch of dirt completely sideways there. And yeah. so, yeah. That would it's, be the under, it's under Toma Tractor, Paul. That would there be the hardest thing in the world. Um, yes. Watching that chalk line, Trav, and knowing that, that person that's driving it, you know what I mean? <laughs> there Holy it is. Holy go, 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 go. Nothing can stop me. I'm all the way up. All the way up. Yeah, that tire's clean. That tire tire was clean. Yeah. From that angle, it definitely supports your statement. Yeah. <laughs> no, I agree with you from that. Nothing can stop me. I'm all the way up. <laughs> That's clean. Mm -hmm. yeah. And I think NTPA had that on RFD, and I they had a slow motion that kind of narrowed that in, and I'm like, whoo. Yeah. <laughs> Me, I'm all stop me. I'm all stop me. I'm all the way. Yeah, up. that's awesome. All the way up. So I don't know who posted that video, but I caught wind of it and I was like, holy shit. Yeah, the Toma tractor pull. They did. I was proud of them. They got up. They had a couple up uh, real famous TikTokers from Wisconsin. A couple of cute girls, the farmer's daughter, and she was up there doing stuff. And they did a good job with it this year. So they yep. sure did. Yep. Toma Friday night this year was off the chain. It was so it was so cool. Like it was just it was awesome. The crowd, the, the it was awesome, 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 awesome. Well, boys, Travis, Allison, we got anything left for Trav? Let the record state Travis didn't swear as much as his wife did. <laughs> Perfect. It's, it's Perfect. In the Travis. Well, Travis, the polling community appreciates you. We appreciate you. Um, you know, I'm a Marengo. I was born in Marengo, Iowa. You're the mayor. I'm still working on my billboard, but uh, we'll get that put out there. Get the remedy up there with the bone twister on the billboard. There you go. Yeah, and thank um, you guys for everything you guys do. I really appreciate it. I mean, I know it's every Monday night at 8 o'clock you guys get on here and you know, if I'm sitting at home in my chair, you know, I'm jumping on here and just listening to something different. It's fun. I'm glad you interview the random people. and It's fun. It's fun. If nothing else, it's fun to get that other, you know, if there is people out there that are, you know, maybe regional or, you know, may I'd like to go do this, but I don't know if I can pick up the phone and call somebody. Um, it is not, like I said, I've told this story a hundred times. I mean, when I built my tractor, they told me I could never win Grand National. You know, you'll you'll never be able to run with them Grand National Diesel Supers, you know. And we went and we did it. And, um, it, you know, it was – I'm not nobody special. Um, Hypermax will sell parts to anybody. I mean, Denny Healy will put motors together for anybody. I mean, you got to surround yourself with good people. But you can do it. Yep, you can um, you can do it. And then that's what we want. 
and it does take a lot of effort, but I enjoy it. I love it. I, you know, don't get me wrong. I blow it up. I'll be grumbling and bitching and moaning and kicking the cooler and everything else. But um, <laughs> they're tight. Yeah. They're tight. Actually, then after uh, we get a beer or two in me, then uh, then I mellow out, rethink my life, and yep, we're gonna go do it again. So okay. So the last question is always asked by Ryan Rusink. So Ryan, do your thing. Yeah, but I'm not gonna ask Travis this time because the last time we had Travis on the show, I asked him, and we got an answer out of it. Yep, so I remember. I'm asking Allison this time. Oh, Allison! If you could steal the keys to anything and go pull it for a weekend. <laughs> What would you take the keys to? Where would you pull it? Well, I would Wide take open. You can take anything. You Any can take your husband out of the seat. Well, I would do that, but I have to live with him. So when I do better right. than he does, I wouldn't go over well. So <laughs> um, I would have to find me a super semi. I didn't see that coming. I didn't. You didn't? No, I, I figured for sure it was... I'm stealing the keys to Lisa's truck. Well, see, I spent a lot of time with her too, so I can't rock that boat either. That's fair. So Yeah, that's your that's your drinking buddy. Don't screw that up, Allison. Well, I can't split up the mice. Right. I that, that's also true. <laughs> Bruce Stick, I had that pegged when you answered. That was Mother Trucker all the way. Is that right? Oh yeah, she's been on there ain't no way we are buying a super semi. <laughs> 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 I wouldn't even, I'm not, no, no, not selling my diesel super to put her in a semi either. I, they're worse to work on than a tractor, I think. So, oh, no. Jealous. Bigger cubes. No. But they are cool. Yeah, they are. <laughs> yeah. I made I made the mistake of putting Kara in uh, the shotgun seat of a hot uh, of a hot street semi that put like 12 or 1400 to the ground. She got out of that thing it, this year in September. She got out of that thing and she comes back and her eyes are as big as saucers. She's like, Oh my God, we got to do that again. I'm like, Oh no, we don't. <laughs> yeah. She, Jason, where did, did Dennis tractor go? That's uh, Jason By has that up out of Minnesota. It's a 4 1 tractor called Storm and By. Yep, that's right. Yep. Yep. And Jason or Denny hated to sell that tractor. But uh, it just got the point. He is so busy building tractors, working on tractors, that it was literally late August before he'd get his first hook in. And, and uh, I can't he, – he's got the open invite to drive mine anytime. Uh, but I can't even get him to come to a poll. You know, so uh, he has come to the NTPA banquet. Yep, wow. he got – yes. Yep, and uh, it'll be the first time he's ever flown – so we're we're gonna stop by the vet clinic when we leave town. Get him some of them large animals. Either, either that or the bar, one of the two. <laughs> it's a combo effort. Yes, yeah. there you go. Yeah. Oh, he's no. like BA Brock is from the eighteen. Then they always have to drunk BA to get him to fly. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Yeah, but I think it's gonna be the similar thing for that. I love it. So. Well, cool. Well, Trav, if you could get us, you know, seven more names to put yep. on the invite list. Um, we'll do that. We, we'll do that. Uh, we'll... If you have any questions on what we're looking for, they can call me directly, you know, um, but yep. it's, it's all good. So thank nope. you, sir. All right. Thank you, guys. Have a good one. Bye, Allison. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you that was fun. Yeah. Always a good time.
that was consistently fun. a great interview start to finish always yeah there that's uh i texted him last night i'm like tomorrow night he's like absolutely and i'm like perfect because i just knew that just uh he would take over like he did and doesn't talk too fast and tells us a story and everybody knows the tractor i mean it's just it's not, you know if you follow polling everybody knows bone twister so i love his i, I love his you've story. never heard him actually pick up a mic and announce he's awesome he mm -hmm. is amazing Charles the amount of natural talent that that guy has when he picks up a mic, it, it, it'll blow your mind. I did Rockwell, Charles, before you did. Um, who's who's the gentleman from San Pico? Phil, Phil McIntyre. Phil. Phil. I was the I was the, the the color guy, and when I had my tractor there, tra I gave Travis my mic because the diesel supers weren't pulling, and he, I didn't even take it back from him because he just he's the man. He did such an awesome job, so. I love his story, too, that he reiterated numerous times, even tonight, and I've heard him say it many times before, that he didn't know what he was getting into. He just committed doing it, and he did it. And, yep. that you know, that's what it is. I I personally suffer from that analysis paralysis um, aspect where I, I want to feel like I'm an expert before I commit. And, you know, the hell with that. Just get in there and do it, and you'll, you'll figure it out. You'll learn. Yep. I love it. So. So remember we had our California guys last week? Yeah. So he got it. Uh, I shipped them a famous John Boar t-shirt, and he got that today. So he sent me a picture of that. It's a famous John Boar. So appreciate those guys doing that. So we had a good time. Looks like they had a looks like they had a good event out in Denaire. He posted some pictures and stuff. So I'm serious. I do want to go out there to see what they do. That'd be awesome. Same. Very, I'm all about that. I would love to go out there. They've already um They've already messaged me, guys, and they want to come on the show every couple months with a different set of players. Yeah. And I said, you have yes. no idea how unorganized we are. <laughs> like, we get our guests maybe 24 hours at a time. So if we can have something set up. Remember when we started out earlier this year and we were gonna we had, like, a spreadsheet and we were going to schedule in people? <laughs> that lasted about eight days. Yes, oh, I think we can bring that spreadsheet back, and I think we need to. Uh, we No, we do, but it's I just – it's fun. <laughs> it's fun. So, um, hey Cody, hey Cody, should I tell the story that I told you the other day about the flight home? <laughs> I think I should. Might as well. Um, Jason, I didn't tell you this, but no. um, um, so we flew back a week and a half ago. Cody and I flew back um, to Des Moines from Atlanta after diesels in dark corners and uh we have to we end up having to change planes because they found something wrong with the first one but they didn't find it until after they'd already you know crammed all of us in there like you know sardines so we're having we're we're uh i'm boarding and i'm i don't know if i was a, a be in front of or behind Cody, but uh, walking through first class to get to our seat back in, you know, in coach. And um, in the last row of, of the first class or business class, there's this dude that's probably, I don't know, Brent, how old are you? 25. Eh, he probably had five years on you. Probably in his early Jeez. 30s. Cody, he was probably between... I don't know, your age and Cody's age. And wearing a Metallica shirt. They apparently had a show in Atlanta yeah. the night before. Yeah, we saw a lot um, of Metallica shirts at the airport. And uh, 
Is anybody that young know who Metallica is? Huh? Apparently they apparently uh -huh. they all came to see you. Come on, do the face. There we go. <laughs> There's Hetfield face. Um, so I'm I'm walking past this dude, and I hear just just you know how you kind of half-ass hear something. I hear the word. I hear you know he's talking and mumbling in a sentence, and then I suddenly hear butt sex. I'm not even kidding. That's exact. Yes, butt sex. And then, without even skipping a beat, the next statement out of his mouth to the lady who's sitting next to him, who is not his traveler, <laughs> not the person that he came with. Ma'am, I need to tell you that I do have Tourette's. And I will say things. And I'm just, I'm just kind of walking, and I'm not saying a word. I'm looking ahead, and I'm thinking to myself, did this really happen? I had a full meal. Had a few drinks with dinner. Did this really happen? I played it back in my head. It happened. I traveled with someone with Tourette's, and it was awesome. That's the end of the story. It was. It's kind of anticlimactic, but... So I got a funny story. So I was in Palm Beach last week for uh, my rewards trip for work, the President's Club deal. And a glass of orange juice was $14 down there, guys. Um, it's it's insane. The golf Good course, OJ. We, we played it. No, it was regular OJ, guys. <laughs> Oh. We uh, played golf at the PGA National where they have the Honda Classic. And um, so my favorite question to every Uber driver and every cart girl is, who's the most famous person you've ever had in your car or you've waited on at the golf course? So, you know, it's always – and I'm in, we're in Palm Beach, guys. This is like – I had no idea that the zip code we were in. Like I saw Mar-a-Lago and Steve Wynn's house, and it was wild. Anyway, so the cart girl goes, oh, oh Dan Marino comes out. Oh, he's super nice. His son played golf. He's a good tipper. And then, um, oh, uh, DeMar DeMarcus Ware from the Cowboys comes out. He's a really nice guy. He's a, he's a tipper. And she goes, but Scotty Pippen. I'm like, Scotty Pippen from the Bulls? She goes, you know what his name is? No Tippin Pippen. She goes, he drives oh. a Royal She goes, he drives a Royals Royce ghost, and he don't tip nothing. <laughs> I was like, what? DeMarcus Ware gets a bottle of water. He doesn't drink and hands her a $100 bill and just says, thank you. Nice. But my vodka cranberry on the golf course was twenty eight dollars, and we had three Bloody Marys, and it was ninety bucks. So <laughs> that's I don't need to live down there. I can't afford that. <laughs> but it was it was a good trip. I just I the no tip and pippin story. I'm gonna make a TikTok about that yet. I haven't figured it out yet. I'm gonna tag him in it. So. I was expecting that one of the cart girls was gonna say that uh, she'd waited on uh, John Daly. No. She said he's out there, but she said Tiger Woods comes out and he just kind of keeps his hat on and just walks along the fairway while his son plays. And it was it was, it was kind of fun to do all that stuff. So, but no, guys, I'm there's a very solid positive buzz about our event, and I think because it was rolled out so professional and so like I really feel like we answered all the questions before they answer, could ask a question, and I think that's one thing we should be really proud of because. Like, you know, we all waited for pull-off to, <laughs> you know. It's, ding, that's ding, a, ding, ding, ding. It's, a, it's a testament to how much we beat the hell out of each other with we those did. questions before we let the world know. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, there's a good buzz. And when you get Travis Lobb on here, guys, and his guys are excited about it, that's a testament, you know. And then just the, the text messages and the phone calls and from people I don't even know, they're calling just to say that they're really impressed by the, the way we rolled it out. And I just said, well, I have nothing to do with that. I said, I'm just happy to be part of it. We had some really, really smart people behind the scenes crunching numbers and working on stuff. And 
said, "No, I'm, you know, I'm going to take a lot of pleasure in letting, trying to let everybody know about it." So it's all good. Well, it's just like this morning, I was on my way to work and kind of teaser uh, one of the semis that is committing, uh, but I saw on my caller ID on my screen in my truck show up with Ron Turf Farms and uh, took the call and he uh, saw his picture on our website. I just put a placeholder in there for just getting the website live. And he called the because he didn't see an invite list anywhere because he doesn't really use Facebook. And so he decided to because he's on pull off and saw the post on there. So he decided, you know, give me a call and we're looking for six semis and that's one badass semi. So we're going to absolutely we're going to have him come. So if you guys don't know who it is, the clues are there. Just go look on the website. You'll find find who we're talking about. So we'll be rolling that's out. A, um, that's a semi with a past. Yeah, and it, it definitely That's does. the most famous bowling semi out there as far as I know. Yep. So uh, we do have several people that have already put in their money um, that have committed. We're going to start rolling those out. It's kind of hopefully every day, a few times a week for sure, until, uh, until we get everyone, I guess, posted from the first – initial invites up till January 3rd until we release the fan vote list. Who was so, the first? The very first one is John Wagner, live action. The Walrus. So John, he don't is hit the three-time defending 85 limited pro stock PPL Western Series champion. And he, he was the first one. Nashville to, uh, likes him. Actually, Nashville his wife him. was the first one. She uh, she signed him up. So, <laughs> so yeah, that was cool. Um, and we're definitely... Uh, there's been a lot of buzz. I, I mean, I've been getting a lot of calls too from people. Uh, talk to Brett Berg, and uh, he's got me contact information for the rest of the mod pullers. So I'll be, uh, I'll be reaching out to them, and hopefully, uh... it's so fun because these guys are our heroes. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And we're inviting. And they're to working polls. for us. <laughs> kind of cool. It's kind of so, cool. Yeah, it's uh it's been awesome. I mean, there's been a lot of buzz around it, for sure. I'm, like I said, I've been having people call me that. <clears throat> They're not on the initial invite list, but they want to be, and how can they be? And obviously, the Facebook page has been getting a lot of messages. There's people from Utah that I didn't even know they had a pro stock and super stock truck classes out there, and he was a points champion. So obviously, he's going to be a he'll be on the list, and he wants to get invited, and he wants to see how he stacks up against the the national guys. So that's uh, but he's on opportunity now. Now that I know that he's a super stock truck, super stock diesel truck, he'll be put on that list. So. Just uh, well, you, kind of cool you, privately, you got to tell me who guy. that is. I am really curious. Yeah, I'm kind of curious because the, the name is only about four people long. So, what'd you say? I missed that. I'm, I'm just curious who it is because my my mental microfiche is only about three or four names long, and I probably know three of them. <laughs> So no, it's awesome, guys. Jack, Cody, you've been really quiet. You know, you're our talkative one. So what do you got going on? Yeah, he's working on learning to spell. <laughs> this is very true. Cheers, hey, buddy. It was late. It's all right. No, I, it's still I, I a cool video. Video. Yeah, it's interesting. Like the time that you know, Jesse and I were talking. Like the time, and then actually. Uh, I work with the, uh, so like today we're working with the police department and one of the guys actually had, does some photos and videos too. And so we get talking and like, the amazing thing is the music 
makes a huge difference and you don't realize like when you make a video you'll spend half your time trying to find music that fits you know and you can't really start putting videos in there together until you find that perfect sound that makes it work and uh i don't know it just people don't really understand the time and effort it goes into you know telling a story and making something come out of it until you actually start doing it and realizing it after a while so but uh yeah i mean there's only four ways you make it in today's life yellowstone reference yeah i, I got I we're talking it. a bunch of racers we don't watch tv <laughs> i caught it i knew one person caught it yeah <laughs> yeah that's an off-air discussion what are you doing this weekend me all of you i'm going to the outlaw banquet right so am i yep. mm, i'm not i'm going open hunting in wisconsin because that's a national holiday here right today was a national holiday in the state of michigan yes it was it's either it's 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 either a national holiday or it's the bane of your existence. There's no middle ground. Bane of my existence because I actually work today and everybody's wife called in to buy a new car. <laughs> nice. Jason, do you have that picture from that piebald deer that Jamie looking, shot down there? Do you have that? Up? Yeah, it's on my phone. I want to share your video quick first that you made that's awesome. Cody, how long did it take before the aforementioned comment that you and I were discussing tonight came up? How many minutes? Um, I, Jason actually caught it first. So I just know you're not proofreading anything from now on. <laughs> well, I thought you were trying to be cute, like with Doc, something like that. So I was like, all right, cool. No. It's what happens when you uh, just, just – don't pay attention, fat finger. Oh, good. Don't lose your when building an online store. Should you can show the big corners. <laughs> Cody, this is awesome. I will also tell you that the transitions sound great on a big theater or big speakers with a sub. Yeah, especially... Cody, you, you, have you watched that or listened to it? That one's one you might possibly see in May. It's an interesting prior choice.
That's so cool, the way he did that. Mercy! Represented Wisconsin well. I didn't realize he had bounced that hard. Holy crap. Yeah. That's, that's just awesome, Cody. And then Adam hit it on the head. I mean, between Adam's videos and all the stuff that we grabbed and uh, Jesse Post, and it was that was awesome. That event, that event got get a lot of coverage. <clears throat> yeah. So, guys, one thing that I got to talk about, because uh, I said I would, I posted on the sidetrack page yesterday. I've got thousands of pulling magazines here that I need to get rid of. And so I started liquidating some. And the first stack that I posted yesterday was uh, a pile of full pulls. These. You got, we've talked to this guy. That's just a random one I grabbed out. We've talked to this guy. Random one I grabbed out. Anyway, I just asked, why do you need them? And I'd pick a pick a comment and choose somebody and send them to them on my dime. That's a small stack. I've got, once these are gone, I've got uh, pro pulling mags to get rid of. I've got a stack of um, uh, event programs, which includes copies of the big programs for Bowling Green and Farm Show that Brian Lively did a handful of years ago. I've got a giant stack of Red Power magazines to go, an even bigger stack of the hook, and a massive stack of the pullers that I'm going to get rid of. So I just it's taking up space here. I don't need it. Um, I want it to go to a good home. And so for these full pulls, Scott Walker, send me a DM. These are yours, buddy. I, I want you to have these ones, um, th this stack of full pulls, and I'll keep doing this until they're gone. I mean, it's literally like 200 pounds of magazines sitting over here that got to go. Wow. Scotty's a good dude. Yeah. That's what awesome. What years are those uh, red powers, by the way? <laughs> I knew that was coming. I will. I have not inventoried them yet, but it's going to be mostly late 90s up through all the 2000s. Okay, then I will not put my name in the hat. I will let them go to somebody else. He has to, he gets Ryan, he gets to pick though. He, he might not have picked you initially. <laughs> I know, but I will not put my name in the hat because I already have those. Ah. There's that deer that was shot down at um Diesel's and Dark Corners that that Saturday, right guys? Friday morning. morning. Friday. 
so, so Jamie had Friday morning off and uh, he thought, well, shoot, I've got Friday off. I'll just go sit in the deer stand. And it was literally shot right next to the track down there. And it's, it, he said it's really rare for it to be a buck. Normally if it's a piebald deer, it's a doe. So he said it's really rare for it to be a buck. So he actually came down to the track after he shot it, hopefully hoping we were going to be there so we could all come take pictures for him of it. But it's getting a full body mount. So we'll expect to see that, uh, when it's all completed, but that's uh, that's pretty rare deer down there. From what I understand, Cody, um, if that animal were living in Iowa, you wouldn't be able to shoot it. Right. It would be protected because it's not more than 50% right. coverage on the color. So it would be yeah. protected Robbie, by the DNR or something. Robbie, send a message to um, Charles on Sidetracked. I'll throw his Facebook page in here right now. In the comments, if anybody's okay. interested, this is the whole stack of full pulls, and they're already going to Scott, so those are gone. And okay. I'm not, to be honest, guys, I'm not interested in chopping up like guys looking for an issue here or an issue there. It's not worth my time. It's going to be the whole stack, which it means if I'm shipping you a box that weighs 140 pounds, it's on my nickel. I just want it gone, and I want it to go to a good home. So I, it's not not worth the time to me to chop them all up. It's yep. That's just it. I'll list them, and when we do a section of them, you, you post in, and I'll pick somebody. Robbie, I'm kind of curious. What's uh, what's the tractor in your profile picture? Throw something in there in the uh, in the comments, would you? Uh, what's this one? Did you guys see the old TNT monster truck promotion is returning for one night only? Yeah, they're going to North Carolina. I didn't read a whole bunch of details on it. It sounds like they're going to come out there, and it's kind of an in-name only thing with modern trucks rebodied with uh, old-school paint schemes. Cool. I don't know. Is this James Harmon? Second place Friday, probably. He James O. Harmon. I believe he pulls a Massey 44. Yeah, that looks like James. He didn't sign in or whatever, but. There was a rather famous picture uh, that came out of Waterloo this weekend. What's that? I believe it's the one that you posted. Which one? With a case. Oh yeah, that yeah, one. yeah. That one. Um, that one uh, was quite it's the a interesting man, picture. It's a man sitting on a tractor. Whoever edited don't that make movie? it more than that. Yep, that was you then. Don't make it oh, more than that. Ray. Ray. <laughs> Ray sent that to me when I was down in Florida, and I just post that up quick, and then I don't read the comments because I get all wound up. So. Oh, good lord! We got so much hate mail for that. It's gonna be okay. I missed. I missed that. Said, "Let's go, Brandon, on the front." Oh, Let me on. find it. Oh, Denny. Can we? We can got we just so go? many messages. I hope you're not turning this into a political page. It would exactly. be a if you turn this into a political page. Shut up! It's a man on a tractor. Don't make it more than that. Yeah, no, I agree. Don't make it more than that. But can we just go enjoy our hobby without politicizing the shit out of everything? Seriously. Enough already. God damn. This one's kind of funny. Did you guys see Brandon Johnson post this on the Badger State page? It's been getting quite a few shares. <laughs> yeah, what are you talking about? When your best friend calls and wants to talk about tractors, I can just see you and Charles, Ryan and Charles. Uh, that, that may or may not have been me on numerous nights talking to Ryan on the phone. Yep. 
Dear okay. God, I hope Karen doesn't see that. <laughs> <laughs> That's super funny. Of course, she won't see anything on social now because she has now entered the Christmas spirit. It is not Robbie, send me some video of that for the Facebook page, please. Robbie, those twin stacks look pretty cool, dude. Well, Travis was a great guest, guys. He has an awesome tractor. Cannot wait to I cannot wait to see the class of 12 diesel supers on an outdoor track like that. It'd be fun to mix them up. You know, we don't yeah. really get to see them except Louisville, you know, and it'd be fun to get them outside and two nights and let them let them eat. So I want to see the only two years ago when Rockwell was the only NTPA hook on the planet that year. Yeah. Um, we were so fortunate to have, I mean, everybody and their monkey's uncle with a, with a diesel super, if it was running, they came up to Rockwell and they put on just a monster show. And there was so much camaraderie between those guys. I want to see that in May. Yeah, I agree. You know, and Travis touched on it, the camaraderie aspect, and you you just brought up, Ryan, across multiple sanctioning bodies with on that that particular weekend with Mike back having the issues with the, his high-pressure charger and, and yep. blowing an intake apart and um, Goodwin having injector problems. So Mike Beck yanked all his injectors, gave them to Matt Goodwin, he threw him in the tractor and made a hell of a run on Saturday. I mean, that was what it was about. It was, yep. it was awesome to see that happen. That was old school. That was old school tractor pulling the way I remember it. Have fun, compete for a few seconds on the track, but then, you know, and then give parts back. Yep. yep. Theoretically well, still functional. Those guys know they have to put on a show. I mean, that's, yep. you know, there are pulling fans that have never seen diesel supers. They just, you know, unless you go NTPA, or the outlaw, you know what I mean? So there's the PPL fans have never really, you know, that just only go to PPL hooks. They've never seen diesel supers. And when diesel supers leave the starting line, that's all. They're awesome. So. That's a life changer. Yep. Mm -hmm. yeah. So, boys, I'm going to bed. You guys got anything else? Nah. Nah. Good luck to Nate August. Does he? Uh, he was a truck in that. He's that truck right there. He took his last couple of passes as a uh, four-one uh, oh. semi. He's uh, moving up in the world to uh, full-blown pro stock in the off season. Interesting. So good luck story to him on on that uh, transition. Interesting story on those two freight shakers that are both red and black. Um, Scott's family out of Toledo, Ohio. Both of those trucks are consecutive serial number trucks. Ooh. Yeah, I I was blown away when you told me that the other day. And ignore ignore the Cummins logo on the cab. They're both now kitty cat powered. They run. Yes, they do. He won. I think, so. I think the interesting thing is the death row truck coming in in a box van. That was yeah. That was a tight tight squeeze. Yeah, Adam, Adam got that video of them unloading that, right? Well, Adam, so Adam shot it one night and I shot it the other night because Scott and I were walking around and I was like, oh, we got to get this. And I saw Adam's video and I was like, yep, you got one night and I got the other, but it is tight. So I talked to him and they said, if you, if you get to the back 
uh, the lights in the, uh, the rear fenders and they hit, you got to back that thing all the way back out and start over again. It is that tight. I love how you titled the video, Adam, the unboxing. <laughs> That's awesome. Let me find that quick. I can't not show there, that. There, there might be a new uh, 4-1 semi in that class by next year, too. That's true. Oh, yeah. I think he's a tease. I don't know. He's a tease. We got to stay on him for that. Yeah. But it'd be awfully cool if he did. I think he kind of got the taste for it and kind of wants to do it now. Like, somebody should have put him in the seat of a 4-1 semi that night. Yeah, even an exhibition pass would be. You can hear it through the tires. Were those squeaking against the side? The side. I'm telling you, it is like so ever close. So we were talking to them, and they had to get. So I talked to the, uh, I believe it was the wife, and they had to get the exact, like serial number, year, and like specific truck that they knew would fit in there perfectly. That's the next uh, tech nerdgasm video I want to do or talk about is the rear tandem setups on super semis because they do some. Weird stuff. Okay. And did anyone ever get an answer to the question why dude was rolling around in a top hat all weekend? I did it. Nor did I. He seemed very cool, though. He was lots of fun. I grabbed him uh, after he was on Saturday night, after he was uh, uh, grabbing his check. The people who were standing like basically right behind him at the cashier's window, so to speak. They wanted to know how he got that thing out. And he said, just so happens he's right behind you and he's picking up a check. Hang on a second. I went and grabbed him. I said, these folks want to know how you extracted that semi from the van. And he just starts laughing. So they'll drive it out, but they'll winch it on. But like I said, it's it's so tight. So Yeah, I could hear the tires squealing and hitting the side of the inside of the trailer, so. Yeah. Just brushing it. Well, guys, thanks for another great show. We got to, I'll get, try to line up another class rep for next week and then um, we'll keep jamming. So, in honor of Travis tonight. Nice. Well played, sir. Peace out, guys. See ya. See ya. See you guys Friday. Yesterday, how did you do? I got second place. I lost before V. And today? I, was, I was 700 pounds light because I didn't really know the weight of the tractor, and I was the first time I ever pulled her. And today, today, well, let's talk about today. <laughs> I put her in a 16,000 pound class. I put her in turret gear. They were all 280, 290. One was 310, maybe 312. And you were? I put her right at 370 feet right in the sand pond. The only mistake I made, I didn't put her right in the registration booth with the girl. <laughs> Thank you.
Figure we've been talking about diesel supers tonight. I'd share a couple diesel super videos before we log her off. So enjoy. 